Kamala Harris compares 9-11 and Pearl Harbor to the January 6th insurrection. I'm going to break down my prediction, what I said exactly one year ago on this date when I was at the Capitol. The French president says that the unvaccinated are no longer citizens of France and wants to make their lives living nightmares. And a UCLA professor claims that Rittenhouse killed two black men in her book. Imagine being that misinformed. We'll get into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop a video like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. Listen to the full episode of this show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps right now. Go there, subscribe, please rate five stars. Let's get right into this. Fellow Americans, good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Wow. First off, I'm sorry I had to let you guys hear that. I, I, I had to tune my attention away from this clip because her voice is like on a chalkboard, like just scratching nails on a chalkboard. That is her voice incorporating with that teacher that you hate at school. That is Kamala Harris's voice, and it drives me nuts to listen to it. But she's the Democrats are having a field day with January 6th, just as I predicted over uh, exactly one year ago. And, um, yeah, so she compares it alongside Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Obviously, click this video, you know, drop a video like, share, subscribe, click all the engagement buttons, only way the show can grow. So the vice president says, I wonder how January 6th will be remembered in the years ahead. One year after the riot of January 6th, uh, stated uh, the back of the live in the car. Okay, listen, anybody who is telling you or comparing January 6th to 9-11 in Pearl Harbor is either completely delusional or lying to you. Thing is, Democrat politicians are purposely lying, but their voters and the people that listen to them and the weirdos over on Twitter, those are the ones that are delusional, and they become delusional based on being spoon-fed lies in a complete different reality. So an address delivered as part of the commemoration of the anniversary of the protests in which demonstrators entered the Capitol building, interrupting the counting of electoral votes, Harris included January 6th as one of the three dark days in American history. How about, a, how about one of the dark days should be the day that 13 U.S. service members were killed in an explosion due to the direct actions of Joe Biden? How about, how about that? Certain dates echo throughout history, Harris said, including dates that instantly remind us, uh, remind all of us that the, okay, whatever. Harris, who was, who, uh, was vice president-elect and sitting senator at the time, said Thursday that the rioters that, uh, that day sought to attack the institutions, the values, and the ideals of the generations of Americans in March picketed. Why don't we talk about all the times Black Lives Matter quite literally rushed into other Capitol buildings in different cities? literally threatening to murder the mayors. Why don't we talk about that? On January 6th, we saw our nation would look at the forces to seek dismantle. Okay, Harris then asserted what happened to the Capitol the day continues to threaten American life, stating, oh, okay, whatever, just reiterating exactly what she said. Harris stated that the events at 6 reflect both fertility and strict, okay, whatever. This, this article really didn't say nothing but what she was saying. 
But I mean, there you have it. Don't fall for the BS. You guys are clearly way more wise than them. I'm on the ground in DC right now where the revolution was taking place. And I just have to have a message for everybody. If you're there right now, um, leave. Nothing good will come from this as much as storming the Capitol. As awesome as that sounds, you're saying so this is a video that I made from exactly one year ago on January 6th when I visited the Capitol, okay? I literally said, dear fellow patriots, don't act on emotions, be smart. Please think with your brain and not with your emotions. I get it. You want a revolution, but storming an, an, uh, an evacuated uh, government building does nothing, okay? And I was making this video as a warning to what will happen and why you shouldn't act uh, the way the left wants you to act. And these were the responses I got. Someone called me beta. Someone said this was the only thing left to do. Um, someone said, you always your right nut. Uh, no patriots stormed the Capitol. It was all paid for by Antifa agitators. Uh, uh, a little bit. You know, uh, someone said, thank you for not condoning violence. People that initiated this mess looked like Antifa, not Trump supporters. Anyone else concerned why Joey Salads was smirking and laughing all while others died? This is not no joking matter. Obviously, when I was recording this, there was no reports of anybody dying. This was, ex I mean, this, this dude literally commented a week after that. Someone said, thought you were different. People were getting mad at me for saying this. Now, let's break down exactly what I said in, the, in its full, in, in, it's an entirety and see if I was right. To break it to you, it's not going to change anything. Nothing's going to change. It's not. They're going to move everybody, and they're going to do the election somewhere else. And then, then what? Oh, you're going to go storm over there? Then they'll just move it somewhere else. Newsflash: Nothing we do, revolutionary-wise, will stop anything. That's just a sad reality, and I get it. A lot of people are pissed off. You're annoyed. You're frustrated. You want to do something. Sorry to break it to you. There's nothing to really be done. <laughs> the only way we can do it is, uh, sorry, someone organized me. Only way to do it properly is to basically, uh, I don't know, it's tough now because we tried to do everything legally, that failed. We gotta look forward to the midterms at the very least. We still gotta fight for Trump. I said nothing good would come from this, and guess what? Nothing good has come from it. And I literally said we gotta look forward to the midterms at the very least. And work on, and I go on more talking about um, fighting it legally. When it comes to this election, still not giving up on that. But my message is to all the patriots out there who do want to storm the Capitol building um, play it out, play it out in your head. What's going to happen? You think you're going to go in there and tell Pelosi to bang her gavel and elect Trump? No, like play it, play it out, is all I'm trying to say. Play it out. What happens? Okay, you storm the Capitol. Now what? Now, see, you can't answer the question. <laughs> there's, no, there's no answer to the question. Um, also, apparently the people that did storm the castle, many of them were Antifa. Uh, but I'll keep you guys updated on that tomorrow. We'll do a full analysis on that. I actually saw a bunch of them. But uh, yeah, that's just my, my uh, words of wisdom to you guys. Get out if you're there. The left is just going to use this to demonize us for the next decade. I literally said the left is going to use this to demonize us for the next decade, and here we are. But if it was a false flag attempt, we're still going to use it. I was there. Hey, guess what? It's actually pretty safe. Tens of thousands of peaceful Republicans were there protesting, and a couple dozen people were storming the Capitol. And that was pretty much about it, to be honest with you. For the most part, everybody was just standing around. I'm walking around D.C. No buildings being burnt down. No angry mobs ripping people from cars. Nobody getting beaten with bats and cold blood. Nothing. None of that. 
walking around DC, besides a bunch of sirens and heavy traffic, it's like nothing is ever, nothing, somebody getting, you know, boomed. I don't even want to say the word. That's pretty much about it. Um, I, I also want to show this other photo um, taking on that day. Um, so this is a photo. I can't believe what happened one year ago and, and it shows DC on fire. Oh, wait. That's actually a peaceful BLM protest. Ba-boom. Okay, now up on screen, I'm also going to show some video of, uh, of the video I recorded from that day and i'll just describe it i won't play any audio from it it shows just a bunch of um people you know uh, it shows that actually i got footage of the people inside the capitol building and they they're just like yeah they're holding up their signs is an america first banner there it, it didn't seem more of like we're here to destroy the place it's just like we're in here look how cool it is we're in here um i would say more online with vandalism in in over anything else um, also, in this clip, in, the, in this video that I'm going to show, it actually shows people scaling the walls up to, I guess, the upper deck where you would get into the Capitol. And this footage was used to show, I guess, the people who were there as monsters and crazy. But you could quite, quite literally walk 12 feet over and there was a staircase to actually get up there. But instead, people are idiots and they're just given into the mob mentality and they're just... Uh, running around, um, uh, you know, they're, they're just running up there. It's like, well, you could just walked around. Now, the thing is, I've been undercover at multiple BLM protests, Antifa riots, the whole nine yards. And I, and I literally went here with my fiance. She was helping me record. Not at any, at no point did she ever feel threatened. She was quite literally on the front steps to the Capitol building with me. And at no point did she ever feel threatened. There were times where I would take her to BLM stuff and she would go home right away because she's like, I do not want to be here. I took her to this Capitol thing and then she, she's like, she's literally just hanging out on her phone. Like, like it's a hangout. And we were right where the action was supposedly, you know, going on. So I just I use I always use that as a comparison to compare and contrast. Um, now also in this video I think um, I may listen. There's a bunch. Oh, they all ran inside. So there's a bunch of leftist freaks in here. When I walked by from like that window, that window, and that window, I could see them peeking up there. They all just came out screaming. To, as soon as I took my phone out, they run inside. <laughs> I don't know. It seriously is a mental illness. I, I'm, walk, I'm walking by. They were doing it to every Trump supporter that was walking by, just coming out. I think I can hear them yelling still. And they'll just come out. They'll be yelling, F you, Trump laws, F you. And they're like recording it for like TikTok. And then um, as soon as I took my phone out, they're like all of them ran inside. There was like three different balconies. Yeah, this it's so weird when people just do in general. I guess even if you're conservative and you're doing it and you're just yelling at people walking by. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like fuming red. This goes for both sides. I think it's, it's crazy when, when you're just like fuming red at some random strangers who are quite literally like standing there with like a hat on or standing there with like a flag or something. You're just like fuming red at someone. And the left is obviously the number one, you know, culprit in that. And they just go, they go absolutely crazy. It's like a, um, it's like a, the brainwashing trigger is the red hat. It like activates the brainwashing and they just they can't control themselves. They're, like, Ugh! They're freaking out.
So the French president says that the unvaccinated are no longer citizens of France, and he also says he wants to make their lives a living nightmare. But before we get into the story, drop this video a like, share, subscribe, turn the notifications on, the only way this show can grow. So after attempting to alienate unvaccinated citizens by pushing legislation that disallows them the right to free will, the president of France has suggested that the unvaccinated are no longer citizens. Somebody tweeted out French President Emmanuel Macron just called France's 5 million unvaccinated non-citizens and stated, I really want to piss them off, and so we will continue to do so to the bitter end. That's the strategy. Uh, governments are getting bolder every day with this rhetoric. And guess what? They can because they got the media in their pocket to promote whatever narrative they want, and they got enough brainwashed people that are just going to go along with it and think that it's completely all right and completely okay. And it just, uh, yeah. So the situation sounds like a dystopian nightmare, but unfortunately it's real life and not the latest novel by Susan Collins. Uh, they undermine the uh, solidity of a nation. When my freedom threatens that of others, I become irresponsible. An irresponsible person is no longer a citizen, uh, said the president. He claims that he was intentionally attempting to piss off these individuals, the unvaccinated. I really want to annoy them. Uh, nothing spells fighting a health crisis quite like inflaming division and denouncing everyone that doesn't conform to the state's idea of good taxpayer instead of reasoning. Why don't we do this? Why don't? How about this? I'll, why don't we just let the free market handle it? And you can have vaccinated stores and unvaccinated stores. Who really gives a damn at that point? Just let it up to the free market. So this way, I don't bother you. You don't bother me. You want to go take go get quadruple vaccinated and go to the vaccine grocery store go for it i really do not care just leave me the f alone a daily caller reported the macaroon's comments came as a french lawmaker debated legislation sought by the macaroon administration that would require individuals to be fully vaccinated in order to enter restaurants gyms or other areas while taking away the options for unvaccinated people to provide proof of negative tests within 24 hours according to the report you know, for your health, you're not allowed to go to the gym. Macroom said that uh, they will not send the unvaccinated to prison, but has described a plan essentially to remove their right and ability to function normally in society. No government should have that right to tell you what you can and can't do when it comes to your own personal choices. That's just insane. It's, that's actual insanity. So we need to tell them from the 5th of January that no longer be able to enter restaurants. Uh, the 15th of January. Uh, you will no longer be able to go for coffee. You no longer be able to go to the theater. You will no longer be able to go to the cinema, he said. Someone tweeted out, French President Macron attacked unvaccinated non-citizens. This is extremely dangerous rhetoric that dehumanizes a group of people. I thought Europe had uh, had learnt from its past. Okay. Uh, but of course, this isn't the issue of grabbing coffee. It's a matter of individuals having the right to leave their homes and go where they desire free will. In France, free will is apparently determined by chemical injections and medical history. Yeah, I mean, it is true. They are getting bolder and bolder, these leftists. And the revolutions are coming. They're, 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 in Europe, there are some massive protests going on. And I'll make sure that I, I start covering that more and more often. But if, history just keeps repeating itself. And the, the leftists never learn from history. It's almost like they want to throw people into a revolution. They see this as a win-win. They're like, okay, we can either... We can, by doing this, we'll either get people into a revolution and just completely destroy everything, or we won't need to destroy everything and we'll have full totalitarian control. They see it as a win-win. 
And uh, as long as we know their game and what their strategies and what their goals are, that's how we can fight back against them. A UCLA professor claims that Rittenhouse killed two black men in her book. Imagine writing a book about this situation and not knowing the facts. Leave it, you know, don't put anything past UCLA professors when they're got, then they vote Democrat. Um, but before we get into this, before we read the passage, drop this video a like, share, subscribe, uh, click all the engagement buttons, the only way this show can grow. So let's read. So somebody tweeted it out saying, I'm literally wheezing. This is so funny. This is the last chapter of God Kings by um, <laughs> Egyptologist Karakuni. I say this uh, delicately. She's not the brightest and it shows. This is what it said. Or consider 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse who used his semi-automatic weapon to kill two black men in Kenosha. Uh, Wisconsin, while wagging a glorious race war on behalf of, it, uh, of his inherited white power. That's not to mention the white people who rallied behind him to post his bail. Fear the grip of the patriarchy and the threat of the righteous violence and lethal use of it. It's a patriarch's response. Yeah, you really want to talk about people who bailed other people out as well? Look no further than Hollywood bailing out actual criminals, actual rioters. Look no further than that. And guess what? She probably wrote this before Kyle came out that he was innocent. We were trying to bail out an innocent kid who was quite literally going to Kenosha to clean up businesses and protect small businesses. That That's who we're bailing out. Not to mention just the factual incorrectness of her accounts of the event. That's what happens when you watch the media. That's what happens when you listen to the mainstream media. So let's read the article. Uh, the professor came under fire as part of her book where she claimed that Rittenhouse shot two black men instead of three white men. The author called it a tiny detail of the book with a big mistake about a massive American issue. In the book, William writes, considering a 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse uh, he used his semi-automatic weapon to kill two black men in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, wait. Um, on August 25th, 2020, Rittenhouse wounded the, the people, and they found out it was complete self-defense. And that, that's a very important to note. If you're saying this white kid killed two black people and then got bailed out by other white people because of white power and white supremacy, that's a completely different narrative than the reality. The reality was a kid shot other white people who were trying to kill him as he was trying to protect the city, and then people of all races funded to bail him out and prove his innocence, which he ended up becoming proven innocent. Completely, it's like it's like a completely different story. There's there's like very little similarities between reality and their made up, whatever their their blue pill reality. Uh, she was criticized on social media for the error of the book, causing her to acknowledge it on Twitter. And this is what she tweeted out on page whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, I stated that Kyle Rittenhouse shot two black people instead of two white men. Uh, this was my mistake, and I apologize. The response has been a hateful slew of ridicule and denial that America has a race problem at all. I can tell you what, right now. It's the race problem. There, there is race problems, of course. And obviously, honestly, the race problem probably starts, it does start with people like her. We're not denying there's a race problem. We're denying their their warped version of reality. That rate, that the problem they think is the problem. Like it's it's not that bad. It's not what they think it is. If one mistake in a, a in a little known book about ancient Egypt uh, afflicts as much howling 
It is to avoid discussing our larger problem, to avoid seeing our deep-seated obsession with the patriarchal power. You know why we care so much about this mistake? Is because you write books and you use it as a reference, and people like her and her peers are also using it as a reference. And I'm sure she probably teaches it in her class. And you're factually wrong about such a major big event that is now going to be ingrained in American history. You are so incredibly factually wrong and misleading. That's what we, it's not just a, it's not a spelling error, okay? It's either you're a goddamn moron and you don't do research or you're purposely lying. It's, it's a big deal. And it's in a publication. I think out of all the people who probably read that ahead of time, that one person said it to you. Uh, in the book, she makes an error about explaining the case of Rosa Parks. Cooney writes that Parks took a seat in the white section of the public bus. Parks was sitting in the right spot but refused to give up her seat to a white passenger after the wall section was filled. So she was even wrong about that, apparently, uh, which I really don't even know anything about that situation, to be completely honest with you. I would have to, if I was, was going to write about a situation, I would look it up and make sure I'm factually correct on it, which I do this on, I do it a lot. I, I do it a lot every single day. And guess what? I am wrong from time to time. But if I'm writing a book, I'm going to quad, I'm going to actually double check everything that I'm writing down. Because once that's in, you know, I can't just delete a book. I mean, I kind of can. I mean, Democrats are really good at deleting books. Uh, apparently. So anyway, guys, you get the point. Thank you for watching. Please drop your like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to the full episode of this show, the Joey Saladino show and all the podcast apps, go there right now, subscribe, and please rate five stars. Click all the engagement buttons on this piece of content. It helps the show grow. Thank you guys so much for watching. Listening. Peace out.